My name is Arya Citron, and we're learning a short synopsis of page Pei Hei in Lukutatoya of Sefer Bamidbar. The first short mimer is about Rosham Avias Nidra, the father hearing the vow, and it discusses the fact that many um, laws in the Torah are stringencies of the sages. And it says in the Gemara that that is even more sweet to the Jewish people than the wine of the Torah, which are the secrets of the Torah. Why is it that there are so many stringencies? Why is that so important? The other explains it like a father who loves his son very much, so he makes all kinds of protections against the son. Like a person who has a very precious diamond, he protects it in a box within a box. And the father also wants the son to be his best behavior, and that's why Chazal also give us Musr and tell us how to behave in the best possible manner. So in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, we didn't need all of these because we had naturally a love for Hashem. Nowadays, however, because we are pulled to physical desire so much, the only way we can uh, reveal this hidden love and this great love for Hashem is through these chumras of the sages as well as the Divrei Musar that they give us. This is the concept of haforas nedarim that comes from the father. The father refers to the level of avarabba, the great love that comes from above. And this is mefer the neder. The neder is something forbidden. Forbidden uh, is the same word as tied. This unties us from our improper connections to physicality that we've become enmeshed in. So once again, the father annulling the vow refers to the revelation of Hashem in our hearts, the Avarabah, that helps us overcome the improper connections. This is also why we say Hattaras Nadarim on the night of Yom Kippur, um, called Nidre, because that's the concept that we, when we do a proper tshuva, we help, that helps us annul all connections that are improper and renew our full connection to Hashem. Next mimer is We say it in Ashrei. Koral is 50, and that's referring to the 50 gates of Bina. What's a gate of Bina? What does that mean exactly? Bina is in the brain, but the gate is the way it reaches from the brain into the heart, the way a person actually feels the understanding that he has of Hashem, as a result of which he has Yisabeiru, he has a yearning to come close to Hashem. However, that is like a yearning of a kala who is not yet fully married, who is only betrothed, and that's why it's koil without a hay. Whereas after there is a marriage, which is kala with a hay, then there is the full unification. It's no longer yisabeiru of a yearning, but it's a full unity. It's like the concept of something that you eat goes into you, becomes part of you. Because the nun shari bina can be absorbed in the heart in an external way. But when the person absorbs the understanding of Hashem in the heart in an internal way, into the very depth and core of his heart, then he is in a state of yichud, so to speak, complete unity with Hashem. And that's also the concept of that we say in the next Pasuk. And that means that Hashem opens his hands. And that's the idea that Hashem helps us open our heart. If we have a yearning to cleave to Hashem, Hashem helps us open our heart just like he makes the base of Migdash with his hands. He makes our heart into a base of Migdash for himself because it says Hashem rests in the Dalams of Allah, which is in the heart of every person. And that's the opening of the Yud. The Yud is the beginning of the revelation. Opening it means the way it becomes of love, comes down into our hearts. And must be and then 
we have a state of masbia. Masbia means satisfied, as opposed to yisabeir when we're yearning because we're separate from Hashem. After this awareness of Hashem enters our hearts, then we're in a state of satisfaction, we're in a state of constant pleasure, so to speak, by being in the state of unity with Hashem within our hearts and within our lives. That is pretty much a summary of these two short memorials.